Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Oh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Ooh, I cannot hear myself. There we go. That's better. You sound like you were in a boy band. I wish oh. I was. Uh, yeah. Just going around the world doing sweet dances. In front of private jets in airplane hangars, because that's where boy band videos were always shot, weren't they? Yeah, having a good uh, selection of fingerless gloves. Yeah. Just on hand all time, all day, every day. Hey, welcome to the podcast, by the way. My name's Garner. That's Bryce, sitting right over there, making weird, strange, intense eye contact for some reason. Unbreaking. Did you see this? Uh, we just got this text. Hey, guys, late to the party, but I was listening to yesterday's podcast. The thing with people going barefoot on airplanes, flight attendant here. When I see someone barefoot on a plane, it makes me sick. Mm-hmm. If people only knew how gross planes are, may as well chop your feet off. So nasty, I just don't get it. Yeah, chop those feet right off. Just uh, stick them down that weird airplane toilet. Yeah, that has a ferocious flush to it for some reason. Just let it take your feet away. Like, that's a very aggressive flush. The people who walk around barefoot on planes and go to the bathroom barefoot on planes, they're a different breed. They're a whole different cat, man. Yeah, and, you know, when you got a flight attendant saying, stop doing that, you probably should stop doing it because they would know. Listen to the authority on that. Yeah, yeah, the people, it, I don't know why it bothers me so much. It's one of my biggest pet peeves is just people's desperate need to be so comfortable on a plane. Yeah. When, unless you're flying to Australia and your flight is 12 hours long. And you're wearing a combination iron barbed wire shoe, <laughs> then leave your shoes on. Your shoe should be fine. Because, yeah, you, I think you said it yesterday, like, what kind of shoes are you wearing that if you can't fly from Edmonton to Vancouver without taking your shoes off? Yeah, I don't understand. I think it's people, it's like, mm, I've got to be comfy everywhere. Do you take your shoes off in job interviews? Do you take your shoes off at funerals? Oh, my God, can you imagine if people were taking their shoes off at funerals? Oh, my God. People, yeah. What stinks? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think oh. it's the body. Oh, well, that's gross. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. You know what I was thinking about yesterday, though, after we did the podcast? And I have committed a barefoot crime a couple of times in my life. And you know where I've committed this barefoot crime? At all-inclusive resorts. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Because unlike everybody else who's listening who just pees in the pool, I actually get out of the pool to go pee. And you've had 19 beer. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And you got to make... You got to make some room for some more. So you just get out of the pool soaking wet and you walk to that bathroom on the pool deck and you do it barefoot. And then you take your pee pee feet back into the pool. (laughs) Yeah. It's gross. And then you get into that bathroom and you're hoping the floor is wet just from everyone's bathing suit dripping (laughs) on the floor. Oh, yeah. I hope that's what this is. Normally, when you go into a bathroom and you see the floor is wet around the urinals, 
you'll do what you got to do. Like you'll make your business, but then you immediately throw those shoes away. Like there's no saving those things. No, don't bring them back home. Just throw them in the ocean. Yeah. Okay. That's about enough talk about the PP feet. <laughs> PP feet. Oh my God. That's my new band name, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, PP feet. <sighs> Maybe not. I don't know. Now I'm starting to think of how that would look on t-shirts and stuff and PP feet. I don't know. I don't know that it'll take off. I can just imagine my mom reading my shirt. She'd be like, Pepe feet, huh? No, mom, it's pee-pee feet. Because you've heard Dave Grohl talk about how if he could go back, he would not name them Foo Fighters. <laughs> same that, thing. I think Beastie Boys said the same thing. That if you were being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame under pee-pee feet, yeah. you might have some regrets. Well, have I ever talked about my brother's band? Wait, he... So my brother used to be in a band. This is years ago. He was the lead singer in a band called Pork Sword. Oh, boy. And he would die every single time my mom would be like, well, Graham's playing in a band these days, and his band is called Pork Sword. And he'd be like, Mom, shut up. She had no clue, did she? No. She had no clue. Yeah. She's probably telling all her friends. <laughs> Graham's, oh, hey, uh, Pork Sword is playing this Friday night at Amigos. They're going to do their new song, Intercontinental Tractor Pull Champion. <laughs> you might want to come and hear it. <laughs> She's going to the barbershop with the girls wearing her pork sword shirt. Oh, my God. My poor brother. They Ooh. were a good band, by the way. They were fantastic, and they had quite the following going, but I think he would have liked to have named them something else. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. Uh, moving right along. Don't you just love driving along, Bryce, when all of a sudden that little oil light starts flashing on your dashboard? Oh, yeah, my favorite thing. Mm, you're not supposed to enjoy that. but oh, that uh, just means I get to go to Lube City. Exactly. That is your invitation. And you don't have to RSVP. But that's your invitation to a Lube City nearest you. There's 27 Alberta locations. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Does Popeyes have their own bag of chips? No, they're not brave enough. Not like KFC. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Do you ever look at your Facebook memory? No, never. No. <laughs> never, ever. I rarely do either. But the um, the one that popped up for me this morning, I couldn't resist. It was six years ago today that I went to the all-you-can-eat KFC night at a KFC. Was that here? Yeah. Oh, man. It was, I can't remember where the location, it was, it's not like it was at every location. It was just a one-off. Yeah, it was like maybe Sherwood Park Freeway. Man. I didn't even know what was going on. And then my friend Randy, he texted me. He said, hey, it's all-you-can-eat KFC night. Want to meet? So I went and met him there. And right before I left, I uh, I sang a little song. I wrote a little song, strummed it on my acoustic guitar. And this was my Facebook memory from this morning. This morning. Oh, 
beautiful. Who let me leave the house in that shirt? All you can eat KFC. Like that's one of those things on paper sounds amazing, and you're like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put him out of business tonight. But then you have like four pieces, and you're like, ah. four if you're lucky. I was so wildly disappointed in my performance. That's all I remember too. It's like you come in, you walk into the restaurant. There's somebody sitting at a table, like a registration table and you pay your I can't remember what it cost like 25 or 35 bucks or something (laughs) they put a wristband on you and I remember the wristband being way too tight because I was saying to the person like no no and they're like "Mm, it's got to be tight because they don't want you sliding it off and giving it to your friend but I and you have to keep going up to the counter to get more chicken and they just pile the fries onto your tray. like And I made that rookie mistake. I ate way too many fries. And I think in the end, I had like maybe two and a half pieces of chicken. Mm, it's like the salad bar at a normal buffet. Yes. You don't fill up on salad. You get into the good stuff. <laughs> and you don't fill up on fries. You get into the chicken. And the funny thing is you probably could have got a three piece, been just as satisfied, and it would have cost you half, half the price. Half the price. <laughs> yeah. So do, can anyone, is KFC still doing... I think it was Sherwood, like Sherwood Park Freeway. It was in the city. It wasn't in Sherwood Park. It was here in the big city. I just wish I could remember exactly where it was. Are they still doing that? If so, I'm coming back and I'm not making them the French fry mistake. I don't think they do. I think it was a one-off. There was Uh, a place in Saskatchewan that had it as as a permanent fixture. I I think it still exists. Like that, that one you're talking about, I think is still in business and it's always all you can. It's a buffet. Remember Pizza Hut used to have a lunch buffet? Oh, yeah. And they would have, like, dessert pizzas? Well, I don't remember that. Oh, I remember the dessert pizza. Huh. So it was all-you-can-eat pizza? Yeah. And that was another exact same thing where you're like, oh, I'm going to put him out of business. (laughs) And you have four slices, and you're like, oh. (laughs) Rolling around on the floor. Eat a dessert pizza and get out of there. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Everybody loves fried chicken. Even vegans love fried chicken. They just won't admit it. I mean, they probably don't eat it, but they catch a smell of that. They're like, oh my God. How do you feel about the KFC potato chips? I ate a bag of those on my way home from Slave Lake on Sunday. I, um, they'll do in a pinch. Like if you're between KFCs, if you live your entire life just eating at a KFC, these will hold you over until you get to the next KFC. But I don't think it's substitution for a three-piece meal. Uh, somebody just said, I get the 10-piece bucket went on sale for $15.99 and crushed the whole thing. But do you do that all in one sitting? Because that's a lot of chicken to eat in one sitting. Somebody else said, hey guys, I was in Weyburn in May for work, went to the KFC buffet. I was disappointed that there was no popcorn chicken. I had three pieces of chicken, but filled up on biscuits and gravy. It was 1950 with a drink. Well, that's pretty reasonable. But yeah, rookie mistake right there too, the biscuits and gravy. Very few can resist the siren song of the biscuits and the gravy, but you're there to fill up on the chicken right it is my dream one day i don't like i grew up in saskatchewan but weyburn is just in an inconvenient part of that province i don't know if i've ever been there in my life but i often dream of vacationing there and hitting up the one and only kfc buffet i think that's the only one in existence in canada 
but maybe one day. Do they sell a do they sell a t-shirt or a postcard or anything in the gift shop? I hope so. Oh yes, this is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow! When I said vegans love fried chicken. Oh, they're on the text machine. They're like, oh yes, you've figured us. I don't think they're eating fried chicken, but they've tried to recreate a yeah. vegan version of fried chicken. You know what? Vegans have made a choice. They don't want to eat anything. Yummy. That was alive, anything Uh that had a face, you know, and that's fine. That's a respectable decision. That does not mean they suddenly have to pretend that all meat things are disgusting. They just choose not to eat it. So any vegan that sits there and says fried chicken is gross, hamburgers are gross, chicken wings are gross, they're lying. They're lying to themselves. Uh, Brody says, confirmed vegans do love fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Me and the team get a fried chicken basket and a beer every Friday at Buckingham because they have an amazing deal. Have you tried the uh, Buckingham? I've never had their fried chicken. I've had their corn dog. Is it good? It's unbelievable. Oh. You would never know. Really? You would never know. Did we talk about KFC chips on the radio or was that... That was in the podcast. That was in the podcast. Yeah. You're uh, you're not a fan, right? Well, I mean, that, that makes it sound like I didn't like them. I like them just fine. When you see... A package of chips with the KFC logo on it. You just assume that every bite is going to be like delicious fried chicken. First time I saw that, I made this sound. I went, <gasps> like I gasped. Yeah. You clutch pearls. Yeah. Then you take a bite and you're like, <laughs> I think I said in the podcast, Yeah, you, you don't taste the 11 herbs and spices. You get like two or three. You like, think? It's not bad, but it's not quite there. KFC chips are, they're a reserve shoot. You don't want to have to go to them, but in a pinch, they'll do. Yeah. If you handed me a bag right now, I would crush it. Yeah. But it's not my. It's not a top-shelf chip. Uh, this is from Lewis. Good morning, Garn and Bryce. Totally agree on the KFC chips. I snapped a photo of the packet and sent it to my buddies in Australia, telling them the future is here. Until I opened them, took my first bite, I still deleted that pack that afternoon, but there was disappointment in every bite. (laughs) (laughs) Deleted the pack. I Uh, like that. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hey, Jesse. Good morning, Garner. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I have a little insight on the the Weyburn Chicken Factory there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the KFC buffet in Weyburn, Saskatchewan. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's still going. I was there a couple months ago. Um, there is nothing in the gift shop. There is no gift shop. That's disappointing. But uh, I was there for a couple days, and on day three, I realized instead of paying for meals at lunch while I'm at work, I go to KFC and get the all-you-can-eat and with a large drink. And then while they're not looking... I pour the drink out in the bathroom and fit about seven pieces of chicken in that cup and carry it out with them thinking that it's a little bit of iced tea. Oh, my God. Yeah, because there's no... You can't take away from a buffet. That's right. God, you're like the Einstein of buffets. I think they might have figured it out, though, because I left that job and I left a whole bunch of crew members there. And they're, I don't know. I think, I think the gig might have been up with the cup. I'm going to have to talk to them and figure that out. But, uh, yeah, I put I put a little surprise on everybody. I'd let them know that before I left. They probably they, switched to a clear plastic cup now. If they were smart, they would do that, yeah. All yeah. because of me and my crew. 
I can't believe they don't have a gift shop because I would buy a T-shirt or a pennant or a postcard or something to say that I ate at the only KFC buffet in Canada. Mm, phone crapped out, Jesse. Sorry. Huh. Uh, I appreciate the phone call, though. Yeah, they got to get a gift shop. They're leaving money on the table. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, speaking of business ideas, this is entirely different. One of my gifted children, she has a part-time summer job at a driving range. And the other day, she got to live her dream. Her dream, her dream bar is not set real high. Her dream bar was to be the person who drives the golf oh, ball nice. picker. So she got to go out in the golf ball picker at the driving range where she works. Where everyone tries to just shoot balls at her. They just try and they whip out the driver and they're just, they're trying to do damage. Well, I asked her, I said, do people just go absolutely nuts when you're out? And she said, well, a few, but for the most part, people want to focus on what they're doing. They want to work on their swing. They don't want to just waste a bunch of balls chopping away at the golf ball picker. But then I said, why don't... If I was running a driving range, I would send that golf ball picker out there every 15 minutes. But I would announce a special, like a half-price bucket, every... Like, I'd be like... Your attention, ladies and gentlemen, it's golf ball picker time. For the next 10 minutes, get a half-price bucket of balls in the clubhouse. And then... People would flock to the clubhouse. They'd buy the half-price bucket, and they would just hammer them out there. And then send that card out about 15 minutes. They'd rush back inside, get the half. You could be turning such a huge profit if you capitalized on the fact that everybody wants to hit the little car, but they're afraid to because a bucket of balls is so expensive. Paint some targets on that thing. Maybe put a couple nets on top. Well, that's what she was saying. There should be like a little fish net fishing yeah. net on the top of it if you put one in there you get a hamburger I would do that all day I would spend yeah. my whole Saturday out there trying to get that hamburger I would spend $90 on golf balls to get that hamburger Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly business consultants business think tank I do like that yeah. your low bar dream <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny her, I don't want to spend the whole day talking about her because she'd probably be mortified but her low bar dream trifecta, she's done two of them now. She got to go backstage in a bowling alley and see oh, how the lanes man. work. She's been back there. She's been in the little car driving around picking up the uh, the golf balls on a driving range. Next up, she wants to drive a Zamboni. Ooh, that'd be fun. That's a high pressure one. If there's a lot oh, of yeah, eyes you got on an you. audience, yeah. It's my low bar dream has always been to see a, just a, a movie by myself, to have a movie theater to myself. Is that what we're going to discuss now? Because I like this idea. What is your low bar fantasy? (laughs) When I tell people my low bar dream of having the theater, the amount of people that just look at me with sad eyes that that's my dream. (laughs) Uh, Please do low bar dreams. Yes, we're doing it. You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said, like, this kind of sums up what we're talking about. The person who said, put my head under the frosty machine at Wendy's. Oh, give that a rip. Yeah. Yeah, I I understand that one. I feel your brain freeze would kick in real fast. Yeah, I don't think you'd get as far into that fantasy as you think you would. Yeah, it's better on paper. Before you'd be tapping out. It would be fun. I could do that to a (laughs) blizzard machine. My low bar fantasy, this is from Allison. 
My low bar fantasy is to be the receipt checker at Costco. Retirement goals. You wield so much power with that single black Sharpie. I'd be so bad. Like, I wonder if there's any kind of... Like, what if someone does steal an inflatable hot tub and I didn't check it? Because I would just put the streak on the thing. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, you just... They don't even look. I always pride myself on being... Like, I always feel like when I walk up to the receipt checker, I'm like, I look so honest. They're not even going to look in my shopping cart. They always do, though. Uh, Low bar fantasy. This one's from Wes. Go up on the roof of an elementary school near the end of the school year and kick all the soccer balls and basketballs down to the delight of all the school children below. Yes, that's a good one. That's a solid one. And do that and and make sure that before you do it that you can really connect and like boot a ball. Oh, yeah. Like really wow those kids and boot a ball across the field. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, oh, my God. They will be they'll go home and tell their parents about it. I like the one that someone just texted in. I want to go through a haunted house such as Deadminton with the lights on. Would it still be scary or just delightful? It would be uh, neither of those things. <laughs> Have you ever been through like a nightclub with the lights on? That's the worst. Yeah, that's what I figured it'd be like. Yeah, uh, that's from Colby. Thanks, Colby. <laughs> How about you? What is your uh, what's your low bar fantasy? I wonder if I could start a business where the only thing I do is and I go and I retrieve the balls off of roofs of schools. I thought you were going to say, I wonder if I could start a charity where we grant low bar dreams to, you know, people who are terminally ill. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. That's not bad. Kind of like make a wish, but for low bar dreams. Yeah. Oh my God. Are we onto something here? Like, uh, I've always wanted to throw something in the back of a garbage truck and push the button to squish it. Hmm. Bryce Kelly only has weeks to live. (laughs) I just want to crush stuff. Yeah. Operate the box, the cardboard crushing machine at like Michael's or something or Dollarama. One of those big wood chippers for when they're cutting down trees. Like the one in Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. Throw stuff in there. Okay. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Some of these dreams and fantasies are low bar. Kim? I wanna, I wanna have a, a like a little table at like a craft fair or a farmers market and sell some my creations. And be sold out in the first hour and have to sit there all day with a sold out sign. Well, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't know if it'd be that good, but I think I maybe could sell at least a couple things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess this is a low bar fantasy. How about you? What do you think about? This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You know, not all dreams are big. Sometimes they're just... like I like what Alex said. Alex was not sure if this would be considered low bar, but playing paintball in a mall after hours, even better if it was open. I think about that stuff all the time, Alex. I would love to go like in a shopping mall in the middle of the night and just ride my bike around. Or a cool motorized go-kart just go ripping through the mall i remember a few years ago my friends uh, chris and davy and i we did i don't know if you can still do it or not but west edmonton mall you could go rent segway scooters and we did that early on a saturday morning before the mall opened went ripping around and that was fun somebody else says my low bar fantasy i would love to be the person who gives the giant check to new millionaires would that be fulfilling or would you just become resentful? 
Hmm? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The skunks are back under my front steps again. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Didn't you pay to have them removed before? I was trying to figure that. I know. Yeah, I did. Last year, I hired a company, and I think I spent between fourteen and $1,600. It was expensive because I'd have to pay every time they came. Like, I'd go out of my house every day, and I'd look over the front steps. Oh, there's one in the trap this morning. So I'd call the number, and they'd come remove the skunk and drop off a bill. But then I found out they were just... I thought they drove the skunks, like, out to the country or something. And then they, on one of the bills, they wrote, uh, yeah, the skunk was relocated to Black Mud Creek Ravine, which is the ravine right behind my house. So basically they moved it around the corner. Yeah, and then things like, whew, how'd I get here? I'm going home, back to Garn's front porch. So they just kept coming back. Eventually they stopped. So this time around, uh-uh, I'm not falling for that again. So yesterday afternoon, I just Googled, you know, how to get rid of skunks. And there's like a shopping list of things you can do. So I did that move. I went to Canadian Tire and I was just raking stuff into a shopping cart. The way fugitives go shopping in a movie, like right before they go on the lam. Like I was just buying all the supplies I need. Hair dye for some reason. And um, now I've got a... 2,000 lumens LED light shining into a hole underneath my front steps. Apparently, they don't like light. Wow. Okay. They're moody teenagers, basically. I bought some wooden stakes, you know, the kind you pound into the ground, soaked them in pine saw, threw those underneath there. Soaked some rags in Lysol, placed those all around the hole. I don't know whether I've solved my problem yet or not, but I'll report back to you. Jeez, you're going to have a fresh-smelling front steps set. <laughs> I walked out of my house this morning. It's like, oh, pine salt. That smells good. Mm, pine fresh. Ugh. Well, that sucks because it's not like you can just grab the skunk and swing it around. into the woods. Yeah. People, I know people are like, just go buy a trap and get them at. I know you can get them at Princess Auto or Canadian Tire, but then I have to transport that thing to you know a farm upstate somewhere. Yeah. And what, I, what are you going to do? Put that trap with a skunk in it in the back of your truck? Yeah. What if it goes off? Yeah, what if it detonates? <laughs> what if it pulls that cord? You know, I... I don't I, think the juice is worth the squeeze that way. I think maybe scaring them off with pine saw and bright lights. Bright lights. Sounds like the safe way to go. I was thinking of buying like a, like a marching drum, like a snare drum, and just standing right outside the hole playing snare drum all night. That'd be good for the neighbors, too. I'm sure that everybody would appreciate that. Maybe uh, all you need to do is every 15 minutes or so, go out there, knock on the skunk's door under the steps and just ask them if they've found Jesus or <laughs> something like that. Yeah. They'd uh-huh. like to donate to save the whales. Just keep bothering them. Yeah, okay. That's a good idea. And maybe they'll just finally be like, oof, yeah. this is too busy over here. We need out of here. Somebody said, I relocated a skunk before. Okay. Dangerous gonna business. Going to give us some more information or just that? Like, what did you do? Just pick it up, put it on the front seat of your car and drive away? Yeah, I feel like the, the risk versus reward there is too high. Yeah. You know, like, you can relocate the skunk, sure. But if it goes off, oh. whether it's in your car or just even in the back of bed of a truck, that's a smell you... Because didn't you run over a skunk? I did. I hit a skunk yeah. driving to work one day, and I thought I was going to have to just push my truck into the river. <laughs> even that almost ruined your car. It was... It took... Probably a month before the smell to go off. Like, I scrubbed my vehicle, and I could not get it to stop stinking. 
I think of that all the time. When I see roadkill, even from a distance, if I don't know what it is, I just assume it's a skunk, and I take a wide berth Ugh. just in case. Yeah. Or you hit the remains of a porcupine, and you got to buy four new tires. Forget about it. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.